Know right. your role and shut your hole. Actually, that sounded better than how Good evening, everybody. Coming to you live from PowerPlay Sports and Collectible Sports Store in the Boulevard Mall in the heart of Las Vegas. You are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. My name is Aaron Phillips, and our panel, gentlemen, please sign in. Hey, this is Matt. What's going on, everybody? This is the undisputed Johnny Rock. Well, there's some debate about that, but maybe not undisputed, but we'll debate about it. Thank you for tuning in. This is I'm, I'm wearing the shirt. This <laughs> Shocked the system, right? Draped hey, in gold, baby. Draped in gold. I'm going old school. Stone Cold shirt and John Cena. A very red, white, and blue theme I've noticed you're running. Yes. Well, I'm very patriotic that way. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Make sure when you come upon our show, please reshare this feed back direct to your wall so your friends and family can join us. As always, our podcast can not only be found right here on Facebook as soon as this show ends, but you will find us soon on YouTube. All the videos will be uploaded to a YouTube channel. And Matt, please share with us our audio homes, please. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. <laughs> Tune in. And tune in. SoundCloud? SoundCloud also. Oh, you said SoundCloud. So you can't have any excuse but to listen or watch our show because you've got plenty of choices as well as coming down to PowerPlay Sports here at the mall and watch us live. Why? Because fans who come join us get one of these sealed envelopes that were hermetically sealed in a mayonnaise jar on the porch of Funk and Wagnall. Okay, I just made an old reference. I don't know how many people know what that ref refers to, but I see Scott is out there, and I know he does. You guys know what I was referring to? The, I, I think I do, but I would say they're more protected than the Oscar results, just not from like three years ago. <laughs> that's right. Johnny Carson show. That's right. Okay, please show us. Sir. You are correct, sir. Yes. All right. So, folks, you're going to see a little bit of a new layout with our show beginning tonight, and we're going to have some introduced segments, topics, concepts. You'll hear from the guys. You'll hear from me separately, individually, all together, however we feel. So we're going to get started off with a segment that, for now, is titled I Hear Voices, and that segment is geared around rumors around the wrestling industry, gentlemen. So where would you like to begin? Johnny, you just brought up one just before we went on the air. Why don't we start with that one? Well, it's the fact that uh, we have two guys holding a title in WWE who have not officially re-signed their contract and have been long rumored, or I guess dream booked, to make the jump to AEW, and that would be the top guys in the Revival, currently the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Now, do we not see some irony here? <laughs> we have champs with gold around their waist, and they're not signed to any kind of contract. Well, I mean, could be a work. It could be a swerve. I don't know what it could be. It could be they could be just suddenly dropping the titles next Friday on SmackDown. For it all we know. Long rumored, or I guess dream booked. All right, whose mics are still on? That's me. Come on. <laughs> I just broke Cardinal Rule Number One. Hello, Carla. Thank you for joining us out there, Scott. I don't know what part of the country you're in now, but I know you're watching us. I see somebody else is out there. Please reshare us to your Facebook wall for your fans to see. So what's your thoughts, Matt, on the Revival holding the belts, but yet they are not re-signed as of reportedly rumored, not a new one with WWE? I think that, like, they've always been rumored to be leaving, not happy with what they're doing. I think we'll find out around the season premiere of SmackDown whether they're about to leave or not. They'll quickly be dropping some gold. Well, did we not go through this with them about a year ago? And that is why one of the reasons, allegedly, that they put the belts on them last time they were having some contract issues or they were unhappy where they were on the cards well, so they made them the champs the first time? Initially, they were unhappy and they asked for their release. Right. However, with the with the previous year that the guys have had, you know, they've, they've won the gold multiple times. They've been featured in a number of, uh, I wouldn't say high-profile feuds because the tag team division is not... As high profile as it should be. All right, right. I agree with that. They got paired with Randy Orton. That's pretty big. That is pretty big, and that's a pretty good rub. So that could be a good step on the way to keeping them under contract. However, I mean, if a Shield reunion wasn't enough to keep Dean Ambrose, John Moxley happy, you know, who who knows what they're planning? And I know, you know, there's been what for five years now, they've been feuding with the Young Bucks on Twitter, and that's a match that everybody seems to really want to see. Yeah. And I, myself included. And, you know, with the emphasis that AEW is putting on tag team wrestling, with what we've already seen AEW put out with tag team wrestling, it might be a really desirable location for Dash and Dawson to, you know, want to go to. I can't blame them if they do make the jump. And, of course, my fandom will follow them, 
you know, from one company to the other because I love those guys. I think they're two of the best tag team wrestlers in the world. Top guys doing top guy things. Yep. And even though we're, even though currently they're on top, they could still go higher. Where do you see the ceiling for these guys? Obviously, they've got the belts. Is it maybe a switch to uh, SmackDown at some point to go after those belts? Well, they're already the SmackDown champions. Oh, I mean, well, already, sorry, the other side. Have they won both? Yeah, they've won both now. Oh, okay, so they have captured both. They, so they, they are triple crown tag team champions. So what's the next play for them to stay in WWE? Break the New Day's record. For how many for how many title holds? Or, or length. Okay. I mean, the New Day a few years ago broke Demolition's record, but that was pretty much to bury Demolition. Okay, makes yeah. sense. What other rumors you have there, fellas? How about rumors for the big SmackDown show next week debuting on Fox? There was a rumor out there about an alleged, like, mega return. Who do you think that could be? Are you talking about an electrifying return? Who layeth the SmackDown. The most electrifying return in sports entertainment? It is his show, for God's sake. It is The Rock Show. And it happens to be the 20th anniversary of the show as well. So how can you have some sort of anniversary show without The Rock on his show? Well, The Rock did not show up at SmackDown 1000. That is true. He was unable to. The Rock is a very, very busy man. Uh, yeah. Although, as we said a few weeks ago on the show, he's not too busy to do a favor for a friend. True that. In terms of? Oh, when he, uh, when he uh, dipped out on his honeymoon to cover for Kevin Hart. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that is very true. That is very true. So, all right. So, do you guys believe The Rock will show up? I'll be pleasantly surprised if he does. If I think what we might get is like a pre-recorded video package. The Rock okay. is a busy man. He is. I think he's going to be there. I think he's done. He's doing promotion for his new Disney movie, so he could break off for a day. He already, it's in L.A. It's true. It would make All sense. Go for right. It would make sense if that would happen. All right. Any other rumors? Did you guys come across any that we may want to touch on? Well, then there's the the supposed uh, Rey Mysterio rumor. Okay, you want to elaborate for the audience? So uh, they were teasing a Dominic heel turn. Right. You know, just uh, sometime in the near future with all this buildup that Rey Mysterio has been getting. Uh, personally, I think it's a little too soon for, for something like that. I'd like to see them. Because obviously the WWE is very high on, on, on Rey's son, Dominic. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I don't know at what point he is at in his training. Uh, but they're definitely intent on featuring on TV. Um he, he's already expressed desire. He's in training to be a wrestler. And my only thing is that he's more going the Randy Orton route than the David Flair route. You know, I, I hope that he does have even a fraction of his father's talent. Because if he does, then, you know, Rey Mysterio III or RM3 or whatever they want, they package him as, I think, could be a star in the making. You know, but it all depends on how good... It, like, as Bruce Pritchard would say, ding, and then the bell rings. Like, how good is he between the ropes? You know, we've seen nothing of him in the ro in the ring. He's been down at the Performance Center now for a little bit, and, of course, he got a taste of some in-ring uh, exposure with the storyline with Samoa Joe earlier this year, mm -hmm. um, where there was talk of possibly turn against Ray Vare uh, at some point, or at least physically get involved against Joe at some point. And, of course, it never panned out because then – where he got injured when he lost the belt to Joe. Yeah, I mean, that, that injury was so ill-timed because it, you could clearly tell they had some plans for Ray Ray, and they never got to materialize. Although I like the way they're using him now. He's got this he's got this one last ride thing going on, and I think they're probably going to carry it through to WrestleMania. And if there is a Dominic heel turn, we might see it around the times of, like, probably maybe like around the Royal Rumble okay. or, or Fastlane or whatever the February pay-per-view is going to be from now on. I want to just mention a couple of folks in the chat room. Sammy Fountain, new fan, and he is here live. Thank you. Right there. He's actually here in the store with us, and that means, you know what that means? Sam is going to be the first one to receive one of these envelopes, right? Right. Yes, yeah. he is. You, you, you as one of the fans, Sammy, you get one of these envelopes. Actually, there's three more up there, so I'm going to let the card dealer up here. We're going to play a game of chance. You can select whichever one you want. He'll hold them face down for you. And then you can open it up, and then you can share with us what you got in there. So there'll be what three more we have. We have three. We have three more to, to give out for folks who yes. come down. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to thank Sammy for being here. Carla, thank you for watching. Gina Morelli says time for all wrestlers to retire. I'm not sure how to take that. Wow. Thomas Brunette says it's way too soon it, for Dominic heel turn. If all That's wrestlers, different. if all wrestlers retired, we wouldn't have a. We show. wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. We would just be talking about air. A lot of <laughs> extra TV time. Well, we we talk about football. Yes, we could. <laughs> 
And by the way, defeated 49ers. since, since yeah. Scott is still out of town, and I don't know what part's unknown he is actually in right now, but this wall behind us, you know, as a Giants fan, although I see Giants right up over the Jets thing behind yeah. Johnny, I know we're blocking Cowboys this week. I don't see much Cowboys behind no, me. No, no, you got that right I, above I'm looking right, right at above me. Big, ugly <laughs> star. Where? Where? Right there? Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm a weatherman in front of a green screen here. You know, so there, there are days I drive around Las Vegas and I feel like the Cowboys are their home team here. <laughs> there are so many Cowboys fans here in Las Vegas. It's and crazy. I'm like, I'm like, why? <laughs> Do you people live in the past? All right. Since, uh, since we've been talking about WWE, we got the big show coming. Let's roll right into some of our, some of our thoughts about Raw and SmackDown this past week. When we start there, we could talk about NXT a little bit. Of course, tonight's another NXT show, which, by the way, mm. here's a spoiler for our fans. In the coming couple of weeks, we are going to be adjusting our showtime so that our shows will cover Wednesday night's NXT uh, card so that when we come back on air right after that, we can actually talk live in the current cycle, so to speak, of what took place. Because anything we talk about tonight's from last week. And we don't want to be a week behind and all that. So look for that change coming real soon. I do want to discuss some NXT, though, because a lot yeah, of important things happened last week. But we'll, we'll get to that. Let's start with Raw. All right. What do you want to pick on on Raw? The Fiend made another uh, appearance? I, I thought it was great having him take out Braun Strowman. That and Strowman fought back a little bit, oh, didn't yeah, he? Oh, he yeah. To, he had to like use both hands for the mandible claw. <laughs> it's like a big boy. It's a big old boy right there. So what does it say, though, that Seth, the week before, was cowering in the corner and showed his fear about the Fiend when he was attacked? Then he sat in a corner this last week while Braun was being attacked, right? And didn't do anything. So what kind of, you know, here you got Braun who's been attacked and he's trying to fight out of it, you know, once or twice. Well, Rollins fears the Fiend. I think, so, they're, I think they're really, like, even in Seth's opening promo, it was mostly a recap and a rehash, but he did say, like, okay, I've done a lot of things in my career, and this is the only thing that's really, like, freaked me out. You know, so I, I, I like that Seth is playing up the whole fear angle. He's afraid of Bray Wyatt, and he's playing it perfectly. perfectly. Okay. So this, this, this feud... I really like what they've done with it so far. If, if you can even call it a feud, it's really just been like a man talking to video promos. Yeah, pretty much. But, that's, uh, that's about right. Another but, guy coming out and scaring the living crap out of the right. other one. However, however, did you hear that they may have botched it during the dark match segment? Yep, yep. And do you want to explain what happened? So after Raw went off the air, because, you know, they had The Fiend taking out Braun Strowman, uh, Seth is cowering in the corner, fade to black, creepy laugh. Raw goes off the air, but then mm -hmm. see, like a lot of a, a lot of the time, if you've ever been to a Raw or SmackDown taping, they'll do a dark match after that. Usually, like ninety percent of the time, baby faces go over the heels. It sends the fans home happy. So, rather than have everybody go to the back and reset the table, so to speak, they just kept Seth and Bray in the in, in the ring, which you know they've mixed it up together as how at house shows, which right. is which is pretty. Standard. Um, mm -hmm. Standard for WWE to do. But in this one, they had Seth um, go over Bray, like stomp him a few times. And then... You, will you stop? I'm tired of hearing That's you. not me. That's not me this wow, time. Wow, Cardinal Rules, guys. That's not me. I learned mine. So, so anyway... Um, <laughs> it's our first time on radio, folks. You, like, derailed me here. All right, so... So basically, I forget how the finish of the match goes, but it it basically Seth Seth wound up hitting the stomp on Bray like three or four times, right? Kind of like he did to, to Strowman at Clash Champions, and then the lights went black, and I think the finish was supposed to be like Bray was going to disappear. Yeah, but not dark enough. But they didn't turn the lights off enough, and there's actually video footage of Bray just roll out of the ring and book it to the back, right? And it 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 came off as very cowardly. Like, if, if you watched that with no context and no idea of what was going on, if this was your first day watching a clip of professional wrestling, you're like, oh, that guy just sissied out and headed for the hills. Yeah, it's, it's not a good look, that's yeah. for sure. Not a good look for those in-house, and then, of course, it was video recorded. You, know, you want to make someone disappear, you make them disappear as dark as possible, or they come in that way, you know, sometimes they're under the ring or whatever Have it is. Have roll under the ring or something. Something. I mean, so, yeah, they, they really didn't do a good job with that. A couple of comments that just popped into the chat room. Gina Morelli says, because the Dallas Cowboys are badass. Gina, we may revoke your membership privileges to Thoughts Count Anywhere based on that, of course. Do you see this hat? <laughs> We've actually won a Super Bowl this decade. That's right. Stan Morrow says, hey, Johnny Rock. <laughs> hey, Stan, what's up? Do you think Becky and Seth will drop their belts and hell in a, hell in a cell 
to get married? That is actually a really good question. I was actually considering that. Um, I, I, I really think it's a possibility. However, as I've said on this show, I don't want The Fiend as a champion. I don't think he needs that in his storyline. Not yet. Not yet. I think Seth and Becky are going to lose the belts to go to SmackDown. You, you think so? Fox is going to want all the top stars. Well, I mean, it's clear they've got Brock Lesnar. They've, they definitely want Brock Lesnar. Eh. And WWE has actually put out in a press release that they're trying to transition SmackDown into becoming the A show. Correct. Correct. I mean, they've even got, I mean, the matches for Sat- uh, for SmackDown Live, uh, you know, you've got the four horsewomen, you've got Orton going over, or not Orton, yeah, Orton and Kofi. Who's going, oh, no, Bro- uh, Brock, Brock and, and Kofi. Brock and Kofi. You know, Shane and, and Kevin Owens, they're going at it. Um, but, yeah, they are definitely trying to make it the A show. So, uh, you know, and you've already got Roman over there. You've already got Charlotte over there. I don't mm-hmm. see either of them moving uh, brands. I see them keeping Seth. Uh, Seth they might keep on Raw because you can't have everybody just jump strip. You need people on Raw. You need. They're talent. not going to separate Becky and Seth. Why not? Where one goes, the other one's going. They separate, it. They separate couples all the time. I think once they're engaged or married, they, they try don't. to keep them together. No. Well, but it'll be interesting to see because that night is also the doing the draft that night, right? No, no, the draft is it's actually the following week. Right, it's the uh, following week. Vegas. We get, yeah, we, right. get, we get part of the draft That's here. right. And hopefully we still have some rumored news about the possibility of SmackDown maybe including some of our fans. Hopefully we're working on That's it. That's right, yeah. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. hopefully uh, know more next week and we may be uh, doing a live giveaway. So, Matt, I'm going to ask you this question from Thomas uh, Brunette. He's not liking Seth cowering to the fiend. Okay, and then this one he asks, are either of you guys, any of us, going to any wrestling this weekend here in Vegas? Well, yeah, we're going to Mecca. At least Matt and I are going to Mecca. Aaron, are you planning on going to Mecca? Uh, Not at this time, but that doesn't mean my plans won't change. We'll we'll actually be discussing Mecca later on in the show. Yep. During uh, we we've actually structured the show now. We have an indie cor- or local a local corner, so to speak. Yep. Hopefully, I'm also going to Ring of Honor. Death, Death Before, Before Dishonor. Dishonor pay-per-view Friday. I'm going to see if I can swing that. Uh, that's just a timing issue for me just because, uh, I mean, I went the last two years. It was It's actually a good show. It's always a good show. Mm-hmm. To those of you who are just tuning in, thank you for watching Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you live from Powerplay Sports and Collectibles here in the Boulevard Mall in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. I am Aaron Phillips. That's Matt. That's Johnny the Rock down there. Call you the Rock now. And finally, we are, come back to podcasting. We, <laughs> <laughs> we are three of the four Thoughtsmen. Our fourth guy is Scott. He's running around down in some parts unknown right now causing havoc. I, I, think, he, I think he ran into Little Miss Bliss in Knoxville and just decided to follow her to the next port of call. Could be. Hey, guys, <laughs> even my wife tuned in. That's how interesting our show is getting. My wife currently just joined the chat room. She's, she's just trying to check up on you. Yeah, right. He's really that here. I'm, we put that on. Yeah, this is not a pre-recorded show. <laughs> <laughs> the sound at the tone. Yeah, But here's the funny thing. I've been on the air for almost 14 years. This is the first show that I can think of her actually joining into for any length of time. Interesting. She bounces in and out of my other shows, but this is like 15 seconds longer than any other show because the other show she's bounced in has been about 14. We're so winning. <laughs> we're winning. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, please remember to reshare us on your Facebook feed direct. Also, go to our Facebook page, like us, and share our Facebook page, Thoughts Count Anywhere, and share us with your friends and ask them to join as well. More exciting news will be coming down the pike from Thoughts Count Anywhere. We even got some guests coming soon. That's we, right. That's right. Spoilers. You'll have to watch our Facebook page for those announcements, right? So, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, getting back to yes. getting back to some other little takeaways I took from from Raw and SmackDown. Right on. Um, thankfully, I could be speaking a little prematurely, but it seems like they may have somehow heard my my brain screaming and dropped the whole Mike Canella storyline because there was the only mention of that whole horrible storyline on Raw at all this week was uh, was a snide comment from The Miz while he was announcing the birth of his baby daughter. So congrats to The Miz and Maurice as well. Oh, was that the comment he made about Maury? No, no, no. no. I, th- I thought he, <laughs> he said that one. Somebody said Maury Povich would be coming to announce whose baby it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but, um, the, but Rusev came out for a match with EC3, which, God, poor EC3. Right. He got squashed. But thankfully, nobody even made mention of Maria Canellis at all. It was all very Rusev-centric. And it was a good way to reintroduce the crowd to, hey, this is what Rusev does. Yeah. They, I don't know why he's been, you know, what the issue is with him. I mean, the guy came out like a bull in a china shop, so to speak. 
and had a great run with Lana, without Lana, face with uh, uh, Aiden English, which I thought was was a great, great gimmick with the, you know Rusev Day and all of that. And to me, it just showed that every once in a while, the WWE kills the you, good stuff. You, you know why? Because Vince, at least, it, it may have changed now, uh, recently. It's a very recent change. Okay. But Vince doesn't like the talent to manufacture their own pushes. He doesn't. And Rusev Day was something that Rusev said off the cuff, and it blew up like wildfire. And the writers tried to structure something around it, but eventually I think Vince torpedoed it because he didn't get it or it wasn't what he, he envisioned. Vince is very old school in his in his booking, and I think he always wants to see... I think he always... Johnny, is that you now? Have we hit the triple crown? All three. Okay. We got the hat trick of phones. It should not be ringing. I know, right? Oh, God. No, I, no. Listen, I want to employ, uh, appoint our fan, Sammy. He's now the judge of our kangaroo court when we do stupid right. stuff on air. <laughs> so he now gets to fine us. Okay? Right. These, these three accidents are grandfathered in, so you can't charge us for that. But you are now the judge of our kangaroo court, Sammy. Oh, God. So the pressure's on. The pressure's on us. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, where was I? You were talking about King Court. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rusev. So, oh, yeah. So, so Thank Ru you. Rusev Day caught yeah, the fire. Yeah, guy over here. But Vince always envisioned Rusev as like a foreign heel. Right. And all of a sudden, he's selling shirts and he's getting Rusev Day chants. And all of a sudden, he becomes overnight one of the biggest baby faces in the company just because of something he did like off the cuff. Right. Or something that like a writer pitched him that he just decided to go with. But isn't that how Becky started the man? Did she sort of yeah, do that on her own? I think I think what happened was I think Vince finally realized after Rusev Day, after the man, after the stuff Kevin Owens does, you can't fight a wrestler with natural charisma. You can't. I mean, it worked in the 90s. It's how we have Stone Cold. You know the Austin 316 promo? Right. From King of the Ring was completely off the cuff. That was literally Austin just, he, he even, Austin's actually come out in interviews saying, I don't even remember saying it. It just spoke, and I spoke my way into wrestling history. You know, The Rock, 90% of what he said came up with off the fly. The Undertaker. None of these guys ever had scripted promos back Correct. in the 90s. Uh, the scripted program started, they started coming around, like I would say, mid-2000s, kind of like the tail end of the Ruthless ag Aggression Era. Mm -hmm. John Cena was very made for, you know, that's why he stopped rapping. Right. Because he would come up with these freestyle raps off the cuff, and sometimes they pushed the boundaries of taste, like when he went off on the big show. Google that on the network. That's a pretty fun freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty fun freestyle. Uh. But that's where you had John Cena transitioning from the Doctor of Thugonomics to more of this white meat, Fruity Pebble superhero baby face, you know, Super Cena, you know, because... Fruity Pebbles. Right? <laughs> Fruity so, Pebbles. So, it was right around the time that they announced that they were being publicly traded when v Linda McMahon started focusing on her political career, you know, the, the death of Chris Benoit, death of Eddie Guerrero, like a lot of these factors led to WWE kind of going from too hot for TV to really backing off into this PG era. And I think what we're seeing right now, especially with AEW looming on the horizon as, comp as competition, Vince is taking the reins off. He's letting wrestlers do their own promos. He's letting them, you know, you know, as evidenced by Bray Wyatt, he gave Bray Wyatt full creative control over his character. And now Bray Wyatt is the most hotly talked about mm -hmm. topic. Same with Becky Lynch. So I think if Vince wants to stay competitive, especially because Cody Rhodes has come out and said, you know, we're going to be very, you know, very invested in wrestlers creating their own gimmicks and their own characters. I think Vince has to loosen the reins just to stay competitive. Right. Yeah, definitely. Matt, I want to ask you about a match that's going to take place on the SmackDown show next week, and it's one that sort of has Daniel Bryan right now in a little bit of a gray area. As we know, Luke Harper made his reemergence last week at the last pay-per-view or 10 days ago to help Eric Rowan. They seem to have joined forces again, so Luke Harper, the dust has been taken off of him. Now, of course, they were double-teaming Roman Reigns, and then all of a sudden to come in and make the save has been one Daniel Bryan. And this past week on SmackDown, he brought back the yes chant. Where's Daniel Bryan, and what are your thoughts on the match, the tag team match next week of Roman Reigns and DB taking on Harper and Rowan? Well, Daniel Bryan got a huge babyface pop. Uh, so I think 
the heel run is over. I think the yes is back. Uh, we're going to go see a little bit more of superhero white meat Daniel Bryan, which I'm actually really sad about. Matt, you sounded just like Johnny. That was a great job of imitating his voice. Sorry. <laughs> so, hey, Matt, Bryan. as I was saying. <laughs> I think he's going full baby face again. Okay. Because. He's a really good heel. He is. I think he should kind of still be a heel because... Did they give it up too quickly, though? Did they, do you I think? I think so, oh, yeah. I always thought the end game was... I thought this was going to lead to a feud with him and Roman. That was seen to be with the car and all that other stuff, what the speculation was, right? Well, the, but they had no choice but to put Roman into this because of the back backstage footage when the scaffolding went over. All of a sudden, in the background, you see Roman walking by when supposedly it wasn't he wasn't supposed to be there. Well, yeah. okay, so here's the one lingering question I have. Mm-hmm. And again, I hope I hope WWE creative has like a lightning storm about this. I really love the Daniel Bryan heel run. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Daniel Bryan as this eco-terrorist, you know, this very uh, pro-planet. But well, his burlap sack title was... was <laughs> I, I'm buying that title. I know, it's on sale that right now. Awesome. I'm on sale now with your WWE.com shop store. I, that's the belt. Is that going to be want. in your collection? That it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the belt I want on my wall, is the, is the wooden... The wooden one. The hemp belt. I think we can make one out of cardboard and get the same thing accomplished, right? <laughs> Even Mattel's making, like, the action figure version of it. Well, well of the belt? Yeah. Oh, I might invest in that like one for 20 bucks. It's like the biodegradable or something. Is the, is the like packaging? the box and the belt is, like, <laughs> made of hemp. Well, made this, of hemp? This, this is the one lingering Everybody question I have. Everybody be smoking their toys at home. <laughs> this is the one lingering question I have about that footage is... When they, when they released the footage and you saw Rowan in the background. Remember, debris fell from both sides, and I think there was a forklift involved. So well, yeah. who drove the forklift? You could easily say it's Luke Harper, but now let's put on our awesome diabolical heel thinking caps, and what if it was Daniel Bryan the whole time, and he's right. just mastermind. We've already seen Daniel Bryan play the long game with the Wyatt family. Right, so that, that leads so, to another question. Is it possible that come Friday... We'll see a three-on-one on Roman, and Daniel's just playing Roman. No, no, Roman? no. I think they're going to save it for the Hell in the C- Which, don't get me wrong. Only we're a week away from a pay-per-view, and only three matches have right. been announced for it. One of them being that Harper and Rowan versus Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Right, and so that's what, October sixth. Is that if, pay-per-view? What if that becomes a ta- from a tag match to a three-on-one? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean Bryan maybe turn on on Roman. I can't see Roman turning. Oh, God. No, no. Oh, Roman so. never Roman. Hey, by the way, I want to mention someone who just jumped into the chat room. Uh, we know him here at Big Valley Wrestling as the exceptional Alexander Braven is actually in our chat room. So uh, BVW has a card coming up on October 20th, which John and I will be at, and we'll share more details about that in, in about another week wait, wait, wait. or so. October 20th? Yep. Yes. That's the trick-or-treat one. Trick-or-treat in yep. Turmoil. Yep, uh, down at this Howard Event Center. So we'll be sharing more information about that in the next week or two. But, uh, Braven, thank you for joining us. Uh, where's Ricky? What about Braven? Braven's here. What, what about, about Ricky? Ricky? Where's Ricky? Come on. He's doing karaoke somewhere. I'm he's, sure. he's practicing scales in the mirror right now. The <laughs> <laughs> question is, his parents gave him money for singing lessons. I want to know what he did with the money. Because obviously <laughs> he didn't use it towards singing lessons. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Anyway, so, okay. So let's let's kind of take that stuff now. And we kind of sidestepped it a little bit. I want to segue into some of the more national indie stuff. So, fellas, uh, I'll leave it. Real quick, just to... A lot happened on NXT last week. Okay, give us two or three highlights real quick. Uh, they've officially been invaded by NXT UK. Okay. With Walter and Imperium showing up. Okay. And, you know, not only just coming in and spoiling a match with Kushida, but also spoiling the main event between Matt Riddle and Killian Dane. So I, I see a lot of good storyline potential coming from that. Okay. And I hope they keep those guys around because I think they could be a benefit to both brands. It could also attract viewers to NXT UK. Right on. Also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Undisputed Era has all the gold except for the women's title. So if Shayna Baszler decides to join the Undisputed Era, that would be perfect. But uh, that Roddy Strong picture. Oh, that Roddy <laughs> Strong picture. <laughs> oh man, just Google that. That's a, that was a great picture. We added the banner picture in a, one of my one of my uh, wrestling groups that I'm in on Facebook. <laughs> and then um, another another good thing is the return of Leo Rush. Guys, do you have any thoughts on Leo Rush? Because he, he was pretty under fire earlier this year. Matt, I'll let you start. I was kind of surprised by it, honestly, because as much heat as all was on him, that... Aaron. Right. As much heat that was on him for, like, a while, I thought he was going to be released 
I thought he was going to see him in Ring of Honor soon. I, I thought I'm he glad to see him release. back. For I, sure. I'm, I'm glad to see him back too because he looked great. He looks like he's got his head in the right place, and he's now number one contender to the Cruiserweight title. Probably that match with Oni Lorcan, you know, no disrespect to Velveteen Dream and Roddy Strong, they're two of my favorite workers in the company. But that match between Oni Lorcan and Leo Rush was probably the high point of the night on that first, you know, it, it put a spotlight on two guys that aren't exactly household names right now, but it showed what they can do and their contrasting styles. That was a really awesome match to watch. Yeah, it was. With everything like he was doing with Bobby Lashley being on the microphone, I think everyone is forgetting how good Leo Rush actually is in the ring. Oh, of course. I want to just mention we had a little hiccup in our Wi-Fi connection, so we actually, the initial uh, feed stopped. We had to put another quarter in the slot, and so we are back up now with the new feed. So uh, uh, that's what happened for a couple of seconds. So we should be back up live. So anyway, I just want to let everybody know it's not you. It was the Wi-Fi. So that's pretty much like what I wanted to touch on on NXT. Okay. If you don't know NXT, you should know NXT. Keep watching it. It's on right now on the USA Network. Watch this and then Yeah, DVR make sure you it. finish us first. <laughs> DVR and watch it, but watch us first. <laughs> Thomas, we had, we had a little Wi-Fi bump in the road, so thank you for sticking with us, but we are back up. We appreciate it. Okay, so let's go into uh, some indie stuff. Let's talk about you. you were mentioning... Um, uh, so this is national indies. We're going to get to the local indies with FSW and stuff coming up here next. But, guys, what do you have on the bigger, uh, the, the more nationally known, like ROH, uh, New Japan, et cetera? Anything on the uh, scut list there? If well, not, we can go right into uh, Impact and, and AEW if we don't have anything on the national indie scene. Uh, honestly, like, it's it's been pretty... Uh Pretty sl pretty slow news week for uh, for the local indie scene. Uh, uh, as Matt and I mentioned earlier, uh, Ring of Honor is doing Death Before Dishonor here in Las Vegas. Um, and when is that? It's Friday and Saturday. Okay. They're doing they're doing the pay per view on Friday and the TV taping on Saturday. Right on. Okay. And I believe that's at Samstown, right? Yeah, it's at Samstown. Yeah. Do we know any of the matches for that night? Um, or who's appearing at least? Uh, Matt Taven will be there. Matt <laughs> Taven defending his title against <laughs> Roosh. Who? Oh, Roosh. That should be really exciting. Roosh. I know, I know Pete Wilbur, Wilbur Club is a really big Roosh fan, so. Is that like the swoosh? No, it's, it's Roosh. <laughs> Roosh, okay. It's like Rush, but he's from Mexico, so he's Roosh. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Makes sense. Why not? He's undefeated in Ring of Honor, so. Okay. Well, that's Matt important. Matt Taven's title reign might be in well, a little bit of trouble. I kind of hope so. Matt Taven's a terrible champ. <laughs> I still can't understand how Marty Skrull hasn't been Ring of Honor champion at some point. I think it's because everybody knows once his contract's up, he's he's gone. He's going to go uh, be the elite again. True that. All right, so since we don't have much going on in the national indie scene to report, why don't we keep moving into then Impact and some AEW news before we come into the local indie scene. So what's going on with Impact and AEW? Anything on the highlights there? Well, as we know, uh, AEW Dynamite is premiering this coming Wednesday, a week from tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know I'm really looking forward to it. Is it a one or two hour show? It's a two it's hour show, two hour show. It? and it's on Access. Uh, no, right? no, oh, they're on TNT. No, they're on TNT. Oh, that's right, TNT. Is I'm sorry. Dynamite? Uh, uh, TNT? Oh, yeah, I totally missed it. Uh, <laughs> it's Impact that went to Access. That's why I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, Impact went to Access. Right. Yeah. Okay. They premiere October 1st. So, yeah, October's going to be a big month for wrestling on TV. That's Just for sure. Just this first week of October. Absolutely. Um, all right. So do we know any matches that are going to be debuting for AEW? Do we know what's going on with their card? Has much been announced? Well, we're, we are getting uh, – are we getting Pac versus Hangman again? Yep. Yep. That's, that's like, was originally scheduled for Double or Nothing. Uh, you know, Pac pulled out due to creative control issues, you know, concerning his character it's still a match we've wanted to see and i feel like what we got in england a few months back was just it's not the match everybody wanted to see not a lot of people saw it unless you're a big indie you know wrestling follower but they did hype this match up uh earlier this year at the press conference and we finally get to see it on an AEW program so i'm, I'm really happy about that and then uh we also have uh nyla rose versus rio to crown the first AEW women's champion that's going to be happening at the premiere and uh, isn't somebody or no, I'm sorry, Rock is going over to the MMA. I was just thinking he's going to be handing the belt to at an MMA card to yep. a champion in a couple of weeks. Or is it this week or next week? I don't even know. He is versus Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, I don't, Masvidal. I, I don't think uh, I don't think Rock would ever show up in AEW. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, yeah. So he's going to be. Do you, when is that card? Jericho might have 
Oh, sorry. That's no, in uh, November. November? At Madison Square Garden. Okay. Who, is, who is the champion? Have they announced him? Uh, I think he kind of spoiled part of the premiere what? during his podcast because it's Jericho and two mystery partners against the Young Bucks and Omega. But if you listen to his podcast, he said he was filming stuff after the pay-per-view with LAX. Okay. I, th- I, I so kind of predicted I'm kind of guessing that's the two they're... He's partnering with. I predicted it would be LAX after All Out when they made their yeah. when they made their debut. I'm guessing it's Jericho and LAX or whatever they're going by now against the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It should still be a good match. Should be a good match. Okay. What else? To, who, who's listen? I'm, I want to go to the. Uh, we're talking about Impact, but we all know Impact is struggling right now, of course. <laughs> So on the AEW side, I want to ask this question. There's, there are a lot of known names that are that are now part of AEW. Yeah. Can you can you guys give me somebody who's signed talent to AEW that perhaps mainstream people are not as familiar with as a Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, or Cody, sorry, uh, that they should keep an eye on? That will come up and kind of surprise everybody and go, yeah, he was pretty good. MJF. Okay. You stole my damn rest. Oh, my Sorry. gosh. <laughs> now we'll find over MJF. Hey, that guy's crazy. Yeah, but no, I think I think MJF has the makings of a real star. Like A couple years, he's going to be a huge deal. He thinks he already is, but oh, he's going to be a huge deal. He lives that gimmick. <laughs> oh, I know. I've met him before. I can't even say <laughs> on this podcast what he told me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, theoretically, it could. We're not controlled by the FCC, but True. it still it still pushes the boundaries of taste, Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I have no taste. People know I times have no taste, so I'm not worried about that. So, no, okay, it, good. It, MJF, uh, I've seen him pull some crazy stuff on social media that just make you want to hate this guy. <laughs> so, well, he did anything to ever like Tom Tommaso Ciampa giving away the ending of Avengers the day after it was released. <laughs> That was the funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my whole life on social media. Thomas, Thomas um, uh, Brunette threw out there a couple of things. Jade Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham. And we should not skip over Jushin Thunder Liger unmasking. That's Jushin Thunder Liger. Well, I'm from Jersey. What do I know about accents and speaking? <laughs> it's my East Coast accent. I actually... I actually missed a lot of my New Japan watching this week just because uh, I'm not going to lie. I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 3. Okay. That game is addictive. Uh, that's why I don't play video games. <sighs> anyway, so your thoughts on those two points? Well, I mean, if... It ha- okay, Thomas... Ha- J- let's talk about the Jay Lethal match. Okay. Jonathan Gresham. I, I did not watch it. <laughs> so. Okay. It's Thomas, not if you... Friday, buddy. Thomas, if you have some... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Then See? If, it's at the pay-per-view. There you go. Thomas, give us your thoughts on, on that match, just so we have it on record if you want to make a prognostication. I wonder how much, like, Japanese media is going to be at Ring of Honor with Jushin Thunder Liger, like, unmasking, because that's a huge deal. It yeah. is a huge deal. So, I mean, like, is that his way of retiring? I'm is guessing he, so. He, he, had that white, he took out the mask, off. he had that white paint, right, on his face. Is that the guy we're talking about? Mm, no, Liger's the guy with, like, the horns. He took that mask off. Yeah. He took whatever that mask was with the horns, and he had that white paint on yeah. his face. Yeah. Right? Okay, I am gotcha. Yeah, that was the right one. I'll talk slower. You listen faster. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Rick Knox. Oh. Rick Knox is coming in. Well, oh, Rick Knox. Oh, referee Rick Knox, yeah. Oh, okay. See, I get news from all sides on this show, <laughs> which is good. Which is good. Um, okay. What is it? How do you pronounce his last name? Liger? Liger. Okay. Tom, Thomas shares with us that Liger is feuding with Minoru Suzuki. Ah, uh, Suzuki. One of my, he's one of Thank my you, personal, Thomas. He's one of my personal favorites in, uh, in New Japan. Is Thomas here? He shows up to Vegas. Is Thomas, is Thomas here in Vegas? Does anybody know who this Thomas individual is? Yeah. Is he here in Vegas? I just, I just want to sing. Uh, I just want to see uh, uh, Kaze Ninare live. <laughs> I met Suzuki in person once. That guy's intimidating in real life. That guy is straight up intense. <laughs> well, most guys have to be, don't they? When they when they come, I mean, most roots there, these guys are intense from the, from the, the Asian market, right? The thing is, Suzuki's he, he he's he's an older guy. He's been wrestling. Like, he's he's in his fifties now. Okay. And Suzuki's been. You say that like it's old. No, no. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm saying for a wrestler, it is old. 
I got to keep, I gotta keep uh, our for, producer over here okay, back. For an active wrestler. Oh, okay, let's clarify that. Okay, for an active wrestler, that is old. But I tell you what, if just evidenced by the match he had with Okada a few few weeks ago at Royal Quest, he's an older guy, but he can really, really still go the distance in the in the ring. Um, you know, Suzuki's former MMA fighter, but man, the guy is just he, he's just brutal, and his character is just awesome. He's he's like the the old evil bastard of New Japan. Like he is he is the gatekeeper. If you if you can have a good match with Minoru Suzuki, like you've made it because that guy has been around forever. You know he predates Tanahashi even. All right, we I want to as long as we're talking about the the indie stuff, let's let's segue into the local stuff because I know FSW mm-hmm. has a big card coming up with Mecca. Oh yeah. So why don't you guys uh, talk about that as you get ready? I just want to mention. Listen, Thomas, you've been great greatly involved in tonight's show giving us great information and i hope scott doesn't get mad at me but i'm going to take the liberty of putting his name on one of these even though he's, he's been here in spirit being very active mm-hmm. and you said you see him do you see this gentleman I, i'm going to give it to somebody who's going to get that to you uh thomas as a thank you um see Car- chief carissa hugh says what's up johnny hey what's up Okay. I don't know why they're not that, showing up on my laptop. That is, that is uh, the Glamazon herself. All right. Not Beth, Beth Phoenix, but... The Glamazon. Yes. One of, my, right. uh, one of my karaoke buddies. Hi, okay. Carson. There you go. So, uh, Thomas, thank you very much for participating very much in tonight's show. So, you've got an envelope on the way. You're welcome. Keep tuned in. Maybe one of these nights, come down and see the show live. So, okay. So, let's talk about that. So, Mecca 5. Let's get into the card. Let's see what's happening for that. When is that happening? When is Mecca 5? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And that's down at... Sam's Town. Time? No, not, not the time right now. Seven. The t- seven? Believe. Check your local like, listings. I was like, I'm going to be there a lot. Check Future Stars are wrestling on Facebook and well, we'll, find out for sure. Why we'll yeah. don't you reshare the invite on our page? Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably be getting there at like four in the afternoon. So I'll probably wanna... be there around two to help Scott set up. He'll have a booth outside of Mecca oh, selling wrestling merchandise. Thank you, Thomas. He says, five, he says 5 p.m. for Mecca. Ah, gotcha. So we'll probably be there at like one or two. Yeah, I'll probably be there around one or two setting okay. up. Okay, there you go. So, Thomas, thank you again for... He's like a producer tonight, this guy, Thomas. I hope to meet thank him you, in Thomas. person. Yeah. Oh, happy hey. birthday. So, there you go. That's your birthday present, that envelope coming to you. Uh, Sammy, what did you get in your in your envelope? Who did you get signed there? Who did you have there? Let me see who we got. All right. So, here's, so we got... <laughs> here's what, here's what, what Sammy, he's got in there. He's got Hooventude Guerrero signed. Oh, wait a minute. There's a few in here. Hold on. There's a few in here, not just Hooventude. We wouldn't just give you one for sure. Juventud Guerrera is The Rock's favorite wrestler. Oh, wow. The Iron Sheik. Oh, Sheiky, baby. The Iron <laughs> Sheik cool. is in it from 2001, no less. And then Disco, Disco, Disco Inferno. Inferno. Who do we have here? Hey, Disco sucks. We have a card. Uh, oh, Chris Masters signed playing card. <laughs> the Masterpiece. That's cool. Remember when he used to do the Master Locks in the ring, the challenges? So we have yeah, Disco great. Inferno. Who's that oh, guy? Wow. You want to make oh, it? Worth coming down here just for a Nick Bockwinkel. Nick Bockwinkel, and of course the Weasel as his manager, Bobby Heenan, and a Las Vegas favorite that we all Hall love. Of Famer. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. The whole train. So great job, man! You got you got a great. Yeah, that's one hell of an envelope. That's right. That's a really good envelope. Yeah, so so what do we have in here? About five of them. Four or five of them plus the trading cards. I, I got Marty Janetti in mine. <laughs> I got, I got some. All can't be winners. <laughs> I got I got one in mine. The guy's name. He was a wrestler out of Philadelphia. Some guy named Johnny Rock. Oh yeah. Hey, I had hey. to hold it up. To, it was I used it to hold my door open. <laughs> Johnny Crunch. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. But good job. That you was my younger days tonight. when I was known as Johnny Pebble. <laughs> Johnny Pebble. When I was a wee pebble. Boy, there's so many thoughts I could throw into that one right about now. So, all right, let's go over. Let's go over Mecca. Let's go over the matches. We got, got? we got some indie star power coming to this one, Matt. About Pentagon and versus Matt Seidel, that is going to be epic. Uh, of course, Matt Seidel, known to most people as Evan Bourne from uh, from WWE, uh, now going on the Indies as Matt Seidel, will be facing one half of the Lucha Bros. Interesting to not see them in tag team action. Both are on the card, but they're working singles matches. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. But the matches they're in are going to be, on paper they look amazing, but I'm sure even in the ring with who they're facing, it's going to be one hell of a show. Oh, FSW does. If, you, if you've never been to an FSW show here in Las Vegas, they always seem to bring the house down for these mecha shows. They're, they're really, really good. 
Then we got the FSW champion Chris Bay against Douglas James and Ray Phoenix. Wow, triple threat, eh? That's one hell of a triple threat. That is, that is. I kind of thought after what we saw at the 10th anniversary show, we'd see a rematch between TJP and and uh, Douglas James. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Now, did, is TJP still going to be at the show? Cause yeah, I, he's he advertised was, to he be there. He was originally there. announced, but I, I think they pulled him back. I don't think he's on the poster anymore. Uh, so, impact. You. How about Mike Elgin versus Hammerstone? Your boy, Hammer. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a video of Hammerstone from MLW a couple of months ago, and uh, he was going up uh, Hart. What's his first name? Why am I blanking? Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart. Let me tell you something. This guy Hammerstone, he has got it. He's got the body. He's got the strength. He's got the 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 persona down. He's got mm-hmm. the mic skills. This guy's absolutely tremendous. You know, Hammerstone's definitely going places. Uh, he's he, like you said, he's got the it factor. Uh, Hammer's actually just been in Japan for a few uh, for a few months now. I think he just got home from Japan. This is his first show in the United States since he's been in Japan. But but everything because I follow him on Twitter and everything he's been posting from those Japanese shows, he's been learning a lot. So I think we're going to see a whole new side of Hammerstone because you know you, when you come back from Japan, you come back a changed man. There's just a different mentality and a different like a lot of guys come back focused. Mm-hmm. A focused Hammerstone, that's a scary That's scary. Yeah. I would like to see in the future Hammerstone against Killer. Wouldn't that be a great match? That would be a hell of a match. Right? Killer Cross, Hammerstone. I'd love to see that. That would blow the roof, that would blow the roof off. Just anyway, just throwing that out there. Okay, what's next? What card? What's, what's the next match on the card? Well, we got Simon Gotch, another WWE al- uh, alumni, taking on uh, Joe Graves. So that's that's going to be a good that one. That should be a pretty hard-hitting... Uh, I read online Simon is not doing well physically. With the with the time he's been spending on the road since leaving the WWE, his body has just not been able to give it a chance to recoup. He's been dealing with separated shoulders and breaks and this and that. He's not in good... I'd be interested to see what he's going to well, look like at, at Mecca. That's the thing about being an indie wrestler. You can stop taking bookings. I think it's just... It's not like he's on that regular road schedule that the WWE made him do. I honestly think if the guy's hurting, he should just take a break. Hey, you make your own schedule doing indies, so take a break and heal yourself up. So I know when I was talking to Cody Rhodes, like after he left WWE, and he went from a show to Vegas to New York to Toronto and somewhere else, like within three days, I was like, well, he obviously didn't leave because of the schedule. He goes, yeah, I kind of messed up this loop. Our judge of the kangaroo court oh, man. has to find himself now because that's his phone going off. Either that or, or he's – is that the cart that's going off or is that your phone? <laughs> See, our judge, <laughs> our own judge is being fined. All right, that means you got to give back a picture. No, just kidding. By the way, we have – You might about, be impeached. Could you impeached. <laughs> impeached. The word of the day. Carissa says Nick and Taya. Am I saying that right? T-A-Y-A or Taya? Taya Valkyrie. Are her favorites from FSW. Yes. Um, Taya Valkyrie is actually going to be on that show, I believe. Uh, She's facing Lacey Ryan. Yeah. Okay. So For the FSW Women's Championship. Yes. The Women's Championship. Speaking of which, we have the WWF Women's Raw title right in front of us. Now available for your purchase for $300, signed by Alexa Bliss, right here at Power Play Sports and Collectibles. How's that, Scott? Did I get that in okay? Hey. You going for that cheap pop? Hey, <laughs> if it's going to keep us in the store, absolutely. freaking Right here at Power Play Sports in right. Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> that. Was perfectly timed, Mr. Johnny. Well done. I like. I got goosebumps over that little routine. Hi, Thomas Glenn. Thank you for chiming in. We appreciate it. Right here, at Power Play Sports. I love He's it. He's right next to you. <laughs> right here. Okay. Oh, yeah, we have too much fun here. That's right. We do. Hi, Thomas. Okay. So what else? Anything else on Mecca we need to be aware of? Um, it's just you know if you if you if you know who. A lot of these names are, you know, that all these names can come and they deliver really good shows. Uh, they may not be household names, but these are the future stars of wrestling. It's not just the. It's not, it's just, not just the name. It's, it's not, not just, just a clever, name. It's a gimmick. thing. It's a thing. And you know, we got guys that have been in WWE. We got guys from Impact. We got guys from Ring of Honor. You know, all coming together here in Las Vegas to put on a great show for you. 
Um, FSW does really good bookings. They put on really entertaining matches. Uh, the last event I was at for them was 10th anniversary, which blew the blew the roof off of Samstown. So I highly encourage you, if you want to see a really good local wrestling show and you're here in Las Vegas, go catch FSW Mecca 5 because yeah. uh, I, it should be a really good show. I'm glad you're mentioning this because I want to go back to an interview that the two of you with our friend Cameron yep. was on with mm-hmm. me and Neil Port and I on my other podcast, Twin Brothers, which airs, by the way, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. right here on Facebook Live. This Saturday, though, we'll be at Marsigliano's Pizzeria. If you guys want some free food, come down between mm. 12 and 1. 8125 West Sahara. They just opened, and we are squarely behind them because our food is good. You anyway. twist my arm very I know, right? Like, oh, you had me at pizza. I know, right? <laughs> you had me, really pizza. Pizza. You had me at free pizza. It could, literally be, it could literally be tomato sauce and cheese slathered on a piece but, of cardboard. But, but, but let me tell you something. This is much better than tomato sauce and cheese on a piece of cardboard. Much better. This is great food there. Anyway, it's a grand opening celebration. But uh, besides that, we talked about on the show when you guys came on um, about the power of wrestling. Because Neil, not a huge wrestling fan, but he was unaware of the depth of how wrestling is entertainment in Las Vegas. And it's part of our entertainment a landscape. Would you guys not agree? Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, from a general scope, not only do we have the WWE folks coming into town in a couple of weeks, but we have FSW, we have BVW, we have ROH coming here. We have all these great promotions. And with that new bill signed in California about how independent contractors are now to be treated, we may see an influx of even more performers and wrestlers coming to Vegas. So, people need to understand that people can come here as part of their entertainment value and see wrestling on a great level. Even if it's not WWE, we have great shows here in town. Oh, yeah, we're more more than just showgirls and gambling. So, I mean, there's always something fun to do here in town. And you know what? I think you said it, Johnny, last week, or maybe, Matt, you did now with the uh, Allegiant Stadium, the home of the Raiders next year. We're, we're hoping, we're talking about the possibility of a, of a WrestleMania maybe appearing here sometime in the near future. That would be great. I think, it's, I think it's a foregone conclusion that we will have WrestleMania. I like the years. idea of it being a rounded number like WrestleMania 40. I think WrestleMania 40 is going to be here in Vegas. That's just me, that's just me calling my yeah, shot like the babe. Absolutely. I'm reaching out. Pointing it out there. Moving it a blank, there. what is the next WrestleMania number? Uh, 36, isn't 36, it? 36, Yeah, 36. 36. We're going to have it by 38, honestly. You think so? Well, I, I think mean, it'll go from like... It's either we get it next year, or LA gets it with their new stadium, or it's going to go like LA or Vegas. I just remember when the when when Levi Stadium opened up, they had it within the year. So it was like the first year that Levi Stadium was open. Up so the year. only bad thing is, is that the Ram Stadium opens up like almost the same time Lars does, and theirs is a little bigger. So I'm guessing they're going to get the first one, and they got two football teams the in there. One. Not only that, like right the now, Chargers are playing there too. Yeah. Well, not, not only that, like we kind of have the stigma of being an AEW town right now because they had double or nothing here, and Cody and the Bucks have been very vocal about how well that was received here in Vegas, and I was there, so it was it was very it was a big hit. Well, it, it did sell out in a half an hour, and there's still plenty of tickets for SmackDown. I, I, th- I think, you know how you have those cities that are cornerstones of an industry, like you have, you know, like, like you know, Atlanta was always the hub of WCW. Mm-hmm. New York City and Connecticut are the hubs of WWE. Mm-hmm. I could see Las Vegas and Jacksonville being the hubs of AEW. Um, you know, there's a lot of AEW fans here in town. Um, you know, and like I said, Double or Nothing was such a good experience for the city as a whole and for wrestling fans coming to the city i could see AEW having a lot of events here at least one major event here a year i could see us being like a pay-per-view town for them yeah absolutely it's a great point by the way thomas shared with us that the mecca five card is also going to be airing live on fight tv it's fsw's first pay-per-view yeah yeah uh, hopefully fight Ironed out their problems because uh, I remember their stream of uh, All Out was riddled and rife with <laughs> technical <laughs> issues. Riddled and rife with strife. I wonder what that's going to do because like AEW does stuff on there, Ring of Honor, Impact, all the other ones. I don't think Fight WWE's like in talks of buying them. They're in talks of buying Fight TV? Yeah. They're, really? they're in talks of buying that. Fight TV because they know that it's the major outlet source for the competition. Wow. You know what would happen if WWE buys Fight TV? All these companies are going to ba- gang up and you know, join up to start a streaming service just to compete with them. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's not going it, to, it'll put a speed bump in the road of progress, but it's not going to kill progress. True. And, you know, especially with AEW being, you know, broadcast nationally on cable. Now, I did find out that uh, foreigners, like, uh, you know, anywhere around the world, um, 
who want to watch it, uh, AEW Dynamite are going to have to purchase it through streaming services, which uh, I don't think to this point have not been announced. But, you know, TNT is only an American network. And, you know, unfortunately for wrestling fans around the world, they're not going to have you a know, platform to catch it. A global platform like right. WWE has. So that is something AEW is definitely going to have to catch up on especially because they're wrestling is a worldwide industry right we found out just in the last couple of years you know the british community loves wrestling mexico japan uh you know even making you know footholds into the middle east india well, australia's look, got a huge wrestling. absolutely i mean look how much time the wwe themselves spends overseas and when they go overseas they're just not there for one show they're no, there for weeks and weeks they're building brands and they're actually acquiring talent if right. you notice like india is, a, is an area that they're trying to target as well, well even absolutely. the middle east i mean mansoor is getting a lot of uh tv time in nxt and i think that now that nxt is uh, a weekly thing on nationally broadcast television we're going to see a lot more of mansoor the, the the saudi arabian wrestler all right we have about three minutes left gentlemen so we are now down to our final thoughts count anywhere we each have about a minute left to share a thought on any topic going out with the exception of wrestling so let's throw something out there for the last minute thoughts count anywhere any topic anything going on out there for about a minute Johnny, why don't you go first? We'll come across the table. Like I said, my whole non-wrestling life this entire week was uh, just Borderlands. <laughs> if you're a video game fan and you like ridiculous, ridiculous action-based role-playing games, check out Borderlands 3. It's a really good sequel. It's It's been dominating my life. Okay. Borderline. Borderline? Borderlands. Borderlands. So. Borderline. Quick Borderline. plug for quick plug for Right on. <laughs> Matt, your thought counts anywhere. I always like this week, like, my birthday was on Saturday, but I always like this week just because of all the new shows that are starting back up. Yeah. My I'm actually, like, looking forward when I get home to watching Stumptown with Colby Smallers. Oh, I, I oh, set I my DVR that. for that yeah, one Yeah, me too. I She's can't like wait for that to come on. That one, right? Yeah. 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 I got more. I got more. My DVR right now is about to retilt from just from the first couple of days this oh, week of all the new shows coming on. I just wanted to kick open. I'm so sand. sad. Like this last season of Arrow is about to be on in a couple of weeks, and it's only ten episodes. Yeah, I know. But, but we still get full seasons of like the Flash and you know, Flash. Yeah. Flash is my favorite. So Scott, I'm looking forward to this week because all the new shows. Scott puts out there that his thoughts count anywhere is that he's going to Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. about that chicken sandwich? Didn't we talk about that a few weeks ago? You know, All right. Quick, my, quick point. Uh, since you brought up Arrow, um, mm-hmm. I know I, I I don't know if you heard about this. There was backlash uh, that you know when they did. I think it was the the Hugo Awards or the Saturn Awards. You know, basically like the the Sci-Fi Awards. They named Supergirl the best superhero show on TV, and uh, there was a lot of backlash for it. Um, That's so, a good show, but. There's See, a lot better superhero shows out there. But, but I think in terms of what it did, like, you know, on the social justice platform this year, especially this past season, you know, I, I think they made a lot of progressive choices in the show, and I don't understand why it's getting so much hate. I thought... They just, introduced a transgender... They did. Uh, ...superhero last year. So transgendered that was, uh, superhero... Dream. Right. Dream. 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 Who was actually played by a transgendered, Correct. you know, uh, performer. So right. I think that's extremely progressive. I think it's the first show, us other than Orange is the New Black, and uh, and also um, what is it, uh, Sensate, that has actually had a transgender in a major role. So you know, and I like, but of of those shows, Supergirl's the only one that's on like a major television network and not pay cable. So Flash I s- is way better than Supergirl. All right, Judge. He got two thoughts count anywheres tonight. That means he gets none next week. He used his credit for next week and used two tonight, <laughs> so he's off. All right. No, I'm only kidding. All right. I took Scott's turn. We can Scott's plug our show <laughs> as much as we want. That's well. That, well, we can plug our show. Yeah, that's absolutely thoughts count anywhere. Right here every Wednesday night for now. Okay. So here's my thought. I was going to talk about the new ESPN commercial that featured Becky Lynch in a non-wrestling capacity. <laughs> so I thought that kind of cro- – but that, if you didn't catch it, it's great on ESPN. So here's what I want to share. Last week I saw a video, and I know I reshared it on my wall. Two people were at UNLV trying to vie for a spot, one spot in the parking lot from opposite directions. Now, what usually happens in that scenario? The cars creep up. They creep up. They're going to fight. It's like a game of chicken, all that stuff. No. Here's what happened. Assert yourself and just whip right in. That's right. Well, you could. <laughs> one had a truck and one was not, so the truck might have won. Both drivers stuck their hands out. I'll do it this way because you can't see my hand over here. It looks like I'm punching nothing. 
You know what they did out the window? Rock, paper, scissors to decide who was going to get the spot. That is awesome. That I didn't actually, hear about that until right it's now. It's on my wall. You can check it out. I don't, it did, the, the video cut <laughs> off. It didn't exactly show who got the spot. But both are, you can see them out there. Rock, paper, scissors. Both drivers out the window. If every dispute can be settled with rock, paper, scissors, wouldn't this be a much happier world? Right? Rock, paper, scissors. Think about that the next time you get into an argument with somebody. All right. With that, gentlemen, it is time to say adios and bring a close to today's episode number four. First of all, let's thank everybody five. in the chat room. Thank you. Thank right. you for five. joining. Thank What's you for that? being. It's number five. Number five? Yeah. I better edit the introduction then. <laughs> I thought it was four. All right, five. I'll take your word for it since you're doing it. Uh, so whatever it is, but this episode, thank you for watching. Please continue to reshare us. We're going to be sharing the links where you can catch the podcast. Please continue to reshare them direct on your wall. Like our page. Send the message out. Get others to like our page. For those of you here in the store, we thank you guys for coming down. We appreciate it. For everybody out there, we appreciate it. Johnny, thank you, sir, as always. Good stuff. Matt, thank you. And to all of you watching out there, have a great week. From everybody here, Thoughts Count Anywhere and Power Play Sports. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week right here on Facebook. Shock the system.